had a couple of thoughts on what to talk about. I was just doing some reading and some praying about it. And um, it's really interesting because in both the testimonies that have been given today, Tina mentioned the word the rock, which is fantastic. Um, and it's just, just great to hear, you know, that, that reference. Um, <clears throat> a couple of years ago when we could travel around, we were in um, Spain and... Um, Went, this is totally unrelated to my talk, but went to this um, fishmonger place and in the cabinet there's this octopus for sale. He wasn't alive, he'd, he'd passed. Um, and he, they'd laid him all back, you know, really, you know, his sort of head at the back and they'd put a pair of sunglasses on him. You know, he's like laying in the chiller box of sunglasses, right? And I'm thinking crazy Spaniards. So I just walked up then with that and there's lots of people in the audience that are going... But this crazy Spaniard down here, he's got like a smile on his face. He's like, yeah, what happens next? That's right, isn't it, Ramundo? You want me to pull the trigger, don't you? Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> uh, turn to Matthew. Sorry, Matthew chapter 16. What happens next? The talk is called The Power Within. Um, if you want a title, praise the Lord. What a thrill it is to be here at camp. It's just an absolute privilege. It's an absolute joy. Camp is, uh, is a really wonderful place. And hello to the people on live stream. Um, Matthew chapter 16 in verse uh, 13, we'll pick it up. And it says, when Jesus came under the coast of Caesarea, Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say thou art John the Baptist and some Elias and others, Jeremiah's. Or one of the prophets. And he said unto them, But whom say you that I am? And Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon bar Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. You know, um, if you understand, I guess if you sort of do the research and the history and the, where Peter was at that time, you know, occupation in Rome and the, the start of the new church and, uh, you know, was, was about to come. It was a really, it was an amazing time of, of probably hardship they'd known about. Their reference point was the Old Testament and the prophets. They knew someone was coming. And Peter on this day goes, I know who you are. You're the Christ. You're the Christ. You know, and it's just, and, and Jesus makes that point that it wasn't revealed by men, it was revealed by God. It was, and just sort of, sort of dwelling on that point that we know Jesus today as the Christ. He's the rock. Thank you, Tina. He's the rock. Um, goes on, in fact, to say, um, <clears throat> verse 8, and we pick it up. And I say unto thee, thou art uh, Peter, upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he charged his disciples that they should not tell, or should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. And so if we fast forward 2,000 years, it's, it's really important when I just want to talk about a point of reference. Um, I think we have a horrible point of reference. Horrible is probably the wrong word, but I think we have it. It's really interesting. You know, we get up, we have all our mod cons, our conveniences, and we need them. We live in this life. We've got our pandemic. Everything's going great. Some of us got new cars, whatever. Whatever position we're in, whatever our life's about, that's our point of reference. And it's good for us to go back and to look maybe where it all started, the Christ. 
Because we can get lost in this world of our reference. Our, this, is not, this is not real. This world today is, is not real. It's, it's driven by consumerism. It's, uh, it's about, you know, what can I get? What can I have? We've lost, you know, it's, well, we haven't, but in some cases there's a loss of the art of serving. There's a loss of, of many great things. But, so we can't take a, really a point of reference from where you are today. Sometimes you've got to go back in history to find a point of reference. And um, just Peter standing there saying, you're the Christ. That was huge for him to realise and to know that and for God to reveal that to him. You are the Christ. Everything is going to change. Everything is going to change, and it did. Praise the Lord. What a great, what a great point of reference to have. Acts chapter one. Um, if you could turn to me with, for me, with that, to me, with me. Sorry, nine. Sorry, try nine. Acts chapter nine. <clears throat> so Peter's going to be this rock, and I guess in, you know, two thousand years have passed, and I guess what I want to say today is, we are the rock. We are the Peter. You know, he is our Christ, nothing has changed. It's like we're standing in front of Christ now, realising, and we do, praise the Lord, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Saviour. And all the people said, I mean, he, he is, the, you know, and maybe we're the rock now. Peter was the rock that, built the, that the church was going to be built on. Are we the rock now? Are we the rock that the church is going to be built on? You know, if you look in this time, we are. We are the, the testimony. We are the foundation of truth. And I'm not saying that boastfully. That's not why I'm saying that. I'm not, not trying to, you know, rah-rah, boastfully. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that humbly, humbly, and praise the Lord that Jesus, God and the Bible has shown us a way to salvation. And all the people said, and we have a, we have a, we have a thing to do with that. We have, a, we have a business to be about with that. We have a job. We have a role. There's a church to build. Um, it talks about the power within Acts chapter 9, I just want to pick it up in verse 32. And it came to pass that Peter passed throughout uh, all quarters and came down also to the saints which dwelt at Lydia. And there he found a certain uh, man named Anais, and, uh, sorry, which had, had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Anais, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole, arise and make and make thy bed, and he rose immediately. What, a, what just an amazing thing. You know, this, this Peter guy, I haven't got time to go all through the story of Peter, and we know a lot of it, but he just gets in there and goes, arise. Just arise. He just realised what he had, the power within. Um, and all that dwelt at Lydia and Saron saw him and turned to the Lord. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Now, there was a, a jopper, a certain disciple uh, named um, Tabitha, which my interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and alms seeds. Who knows what that is? There's a few. Yeah, I didn't know it either. That's okay. I looked it up, and it just means a woman who continuously, said habitually, um, serves her neighbour who is less fortunate than herself. What a great thing. We've got many of those in our assembly. And all the people said, lots of ladies that just serve their neighbours when, when they have more. Praise the Lord, even less. Praise the Lord. Um, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and, and died, whom they laid and washed, uh, sorry, whom they had uh, washed and laid her in an upper chamber. For as much as Lydia 
um, was nigh to Joppa, and the disciples heard that Peter was there. They sent unto him two men, desiring him that he would not delay um, to come to them. Then Peter arose, and he went with them. And when he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and, and all the window, uh, all the widows, <laughs> windows, all the widows stood by him weeping. I'm not try these glasses. No. Um, and uh, showing uh, the coats and garments Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them uh, all forth and kneeled down and prayed. And turning, uh, him, uh, turning him to the body, said, Tabitha, arise. I reckon it was his favourite thing to do, right? It was just to go, arise, you know, because he knew the power within, right? He knew that. And, and so he would just chuck it out there. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm making light of it, but... Maybe he would. Maybe he would just chuck it out there and go, arise. You know, the thing that was just most impossible, he just thought, but you're the Christ. And, and, if, you're, and if what you're saying is true, I'm now the rock. They're going to build a church. Arise. Why couldn't I say that? Why couldn't I, why couldn't I tap into the power within? Why can't we do that? We can and we do. And we heard just wonderful, wonderful testimonies. I actually didn't really want to give the talk. Tina's talk was great. All the people said, amen. Healings, Wonderful. Praise the Lord. I'm happy for all of those talks, Tina. Keep them up. Um, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she, and, and when, uh, she saw Peter, she sat up. And, they, and uh, he gave his hand and lifted her up. And when and called the saints and the widows to present her alive. Can you imagine that? And it was known uh, throughout all Joppa. Uh, and, and many believed on the Lord. And it came to pass that he tarried for many days in Joppa with Simon. And another great story follows that. It's just incredible. There was a, um, uh, the brother's not here, he might be watching on live stream and I hope I don't embarrass him, but he's, he's had this wonderful little story that just came out as a brother that's new in the Lord. Um, and so I'm going to tell the story really quickly. Um, we were at camp a long time ago and, um, and uh, he was, uh, he was he, he, he'd said to me, or I think he gave his testimony actually, where he had wanted to do the arise and walk, silver and God have none such as I had give thee in the name of Jesus Christ arise. He wanted to do it like he's new in the Lord. Want to just you know see how this see how this works, right? I want to do this, and um, and so he did. He there was this opportunity, and uh, he actually did that uh, to this lady that was in his house, and she was uh, she was in need of a healing, and he did exactly that. He, he held out his hand and he said, you know, silver and God have none. Such as I have given thee, in the name of Jesus Christ, arise. And she was healed. And she was healed. And that just inspires me. But, um, and reminds me and, and encourages me and coaches me and pushes me um, to keep doing those same things. But it wasn't surprising that that same brother was uh, found or seen or just noticed um, in, in, in the KFC at 7 o'clock in the morning praying and reading his Bible. It's funny how those things go together, you know, and that's just, again, encouragement for me. Power within, arise. Um, I've got to finish up, I think. Um, can you turn with me, please, to First Peter chapter 3? Some of my favourite scriptures, they said there wasn't a title, so I just sort of talked about some of my favourite things. And um, this probably talk is probably more for me than anyone else. Um, perspective, uh, just going back to perspective, you can't take perspective from this world today. You can't do it. This is not, you know, the, we live like kings. We really do. You know, we want for nothing. You know, 
mostly. I think there were some stats around years ago that it said if you had a roof over your head and food in your fridge and a bit of loose change in your pocket, you're amongst the most wealthy in the world. We want for very little. Yes, we have trials and tribulations. I'm not for a moment dismissing that. Um, and we do have uh, sicknesses and needs and all of those things which, which praise the Lord, he's there to, to answer our needs and all the people said. But let's not forget the power within. The word arise. Not forget, let's not forget the signs, wonders and miracles. We don't want to be a church just for church sake. We want to be a signs, wonders and miracles church and all the people said. And, and let us not forget, Pastor Godfrey was here just recently. He has a signs, wonders, miracles church in New Guinea. And he was down at one of our local shopping centres. And our perspective is that it's too busy. No one wants, everyone's rushing past. And he hands out pamphlets. And he makes you feel really small because I'm like going, yep, not much chance of me handing out a pamphlet. Might have to borrow one from Pastor Godfrey. That's a bit average. You know, that's just a bit embarrassing for me. But then that's an inspiration. I don't take that offensively. I take that as an inspiration. It inspires me. I've got to put pamphlets in my pockets, you know. How am I ever going to get to the arise if I don't think about that? Um, wrapping up. You know, there's a scripture that says that we do not have to strive to talk to people. It actually says that. In fact, the scripture says that people will come to us. Do you believe that? Do you know where it is? You should be reading it. Here it is, First Peter chapter 3, verse 15. It says, but sanctify, that word sanctify means set apart the Lord God in your hearts and be ready. It says uh, practice there, that word, be ready, always to give an answer to every man that asks of you. Asks of you What? The reason of the hope that is in you. That's what they're going to do. The Bible tells us that if we're God on the outside and that we're, we're sanctified, we're set apart, we're ready and he's in our hearts and ready to go, we've got a pamphlet in our pocket, they're going to come and ask us. How good is that? And we get that arise moment. You know, our victories, our personal stories, our healings, our, our camp you know, camp is just amazing. And all the people said? Yeah. But, you know, it's a treasure buried. Yeah? Because if we just keep it here, then it's not the best it could be. Does everyone get that? Yeah. I think of that that often. It's not the best it could be. It's great to come here. It's great to rest and to have fellowship and have fun. I've really got to sort of wind up. But if we don't take it out to the world, it's a light hid under a bush. And so let's rest. Let's rejuvenate. Let's grow, let's recover. But the important thing is, the next thing is, is what do you do when you take it home? What are you going to do after you leave this camp this year? Where's your arise moment? Where's mine? I, I had one and I'm, I want to go and get another one. I'm greedy. I want to go and get another one. Prayed for a lady over the phone, she got healed. Hallelujah. I want to go and get another arise moment. I want to get more and more of them. The question today is, what are you going to do with it? after camp, where's your arise moment? Now, the whole time, this gas bottle's been useless because I did nothing with it. 